0: A to the K.
1: Coming to you live from the A to the K Studios. It's time for the 2023 end of year awards. The A to the K. Studios. Welcome to the Eight nice. of the Caneys.
2: Nice. Bit of grandeur. Bit of grandeur. Sameless. Obviously, change of scenery. We've rented out a, a, a whole ballroom.
1: Yeah. you got some of, ballroom. A lot of balls here. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're back for our annual end of year awards. The Eight of the Caneys. the most prestigious indeed. wrestling awards. Indeed, indeed. In yeah. town. Suck it, <laughs> uh,
2: that,
1: In town works perfectly.
2: Well, actually, yeah. This will be fair. The most prestigious wrestling related Eight <laughs> of the K annual. Awards in town, yeah. Well, I don't think anyone can argue that. No,
1: right. I think that's that is a fact. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's kick things off with the first category, shall <laughs> we?
2: Oh no, he was doing a similar thing and his pissed now. <laughs> no, <yeah.
1: laughs> Sorry, Steve. Um, the first category we're talking oh. in with in with the big one: pay per view slash premium live event of the year. Damn. The nominees Tough are: who do we Royal Rumble? Who? WrestleMania. Ah. All in London.
2: Eh?
1: And Money in the Bank, oh. London. No bias. London, baby. I haven't just picked all the British ones. No,
2: I mean, to be fair, the British ones, they have to go in this category, don't they, because they were iconic?
1: Iconic? Sorry.
2: I missed right. those. I know, right? They, somebody needs to try and just encourage them back to the world of wrestling. Yeah. Anyway. Stop having babies and nah. <laughs> that. living your life. Come and join <laughs> us again. <laughs> Sorry, but um, So, how are we doing this? Well, I've already
1: picked and you're going to find out because that's I how do here.
2: Well, fuck you. I'm going to tell you what my pick is. It's all in. Right? Oh, there you right. go. Well, guess what? Yeah, that's not the winner. Well, fucking fine then. Because the winner
1: of the best so... pay-per-view slash PLA of the
2: year is oh, Wrestlemania. I mean, to be fair, yeah, I um, No,
1: I know some people out there would be like, <sighs> well, is it? Wrestlemania night one or Wrestlemania night two? Fucking some both people do that. innit? Yeah. Yeah. right. But if we had to pick, both in it. If we had to pick,
2: <laughs> so British, bruv,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one, really. I
2: because
1: obviously, main, of. Ev- I think night one was probably the better overall, but night two had Drew both Gunther, enjoyed night one. Sheamus, and obviously the biggest main event at WrestleMania for a while, which was Cody Roman. Obviously, left a bit of a sour taste in terms of how it finished. Um, but we did, we did get to see Shane tear both of his quads as well, so you know, fun all around, which is. Memorable, in a way. It was. Um, but yeah, I think nobody does big events like WWE, especially when it comes to WrestleMania. And, and nobody does tearing your quads like McMahon. <laughs> that is also true. Um, I mean, he, Triple H did the same, and he's kind of technically part of McMahon yeah, now. I, I, so, was he yeah. married into the family when he did it? Yeah, I think he was. Strange. They count. They count. Um, <laughs> yeah, it counts. It counts. Literally just got married. and all of a sudden <laughs> 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 My quads. <laughs> uh, but yeah, not like... Don't get me wrong, All In was awesome, and I made up for be what they achieved, um, indeed, 80,000 indeed. fans, um, so yeah, bravo, but nothing beats the spectacle that is WrestleMania, WrestleMania. and obviously the Royal Rumble, we, we have this debate a lot, because there is times when Royal Rumble I, think it's I've the often
2: said Royal Rumble is my favourite pay-per-view, yeah. but you cannot deny the grandeur of WrestleMania, this is where, every, yeah. this where everything
1: culminated, it had a mix of absolutely everything, and um, it was good stuff, yeah. So
2: WrestleMania, the only wins. sour note, Cody didn't finish the story. No, and now the story is—I uh, don't know—it involves Shinsuke now somehow. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what's going on with the story, but he should have finished the story here. And I, you know, some people will agree, some people will disagree, and I don't care. Yeah, the story is still being written, apparently. Yeah, it's about <laughs> which takes us to the
1: Shockmaster award for Botch Wait. of the Year. Uh, so God, our God, nominations God. are Adam Cole. Jumping off the stage to try and save MJF and breaking his ankle.
2: Yeah, that's pretty heavy.
1: Uh, top dollar doing whatever the hell that was when he tried to jump off
2: the ring. Did you hear about this, by the way? He was, yeah. he was hear about this, it. about this. He's yeah. defending that, saying like... He's going to have to have his legs chopped off. Yeah, chopped off. He, like, because he was like, he, he normally did that with no problem and that kind of threw him when he went and got checked out. He was diabetic.
1: Yeah, so... Man, nice. Happy little accidents, Bob Ross would say. So. It's... Um, yeah, we also have Kofi Kingston messing up an elimination from the Royal Rumble for a second year in a row. Mm. I think there's no coming back from this
2: for him. I think this is going to be the new thing. Yeah. I think <laughs> every he's going year, to fuck it
1: up every year. And what we just mentioned previously, Shane McMahon tearing both of his quads. I'm really
2: intrigued what you're going to pick here. My, My vote winner. is for quads. No. Is that a botch? <laughs> or is that just like your body? just like? My vote it. is for quads.
1: Well, Anthony, the winner of the eight of the Kaney for Botch of the Year goes to Shane Quad McMahon. Nice. Um, <laughs> Quad McMahon. It was just horrendous, wasn't it, to be fair? Yeah. It was so cringe. It it was w- one of the low lights, one of the only low lights from WrestleMania. First, it was like, why have they brought Shane back?
0: Yeah, it was a strange inclusion it.
1: anyway. And then we get in the ring and immediately two moves in. Tears both his quads. Miz, who's now a seasoned vet at this point, say whatever you want about him, but he's like, uh... no idea what to do. Who saves the day? Fucking Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. I mean, you couldn't write it.
2: You, can't you couldn't write shit. it. And they definitely didn't. And Carl, as a surprise for you. Shane is here today to collect his award. Oh, he's fallen. Oh. He, he's fallen. Oh, no. Uh, well, Miz, can you... <laughs> what?
0: It's Snoop Dogg, <laughs> everyone!
2: <laughs> <laughs> I kid. I kid.
1: Um, so, yeah. Uh are yeah, to Snoop Dogg. Award.
2: What arena ring awareness for a man who's well, exactly. not actually a wrestler. Yeah.
1: Um, I'd, I'd like to think maybe the referee or someone told him what to do. To He didn't just go, ah. Uh, Sorry, I got this. I don't know what I'm doing. But to be fair, The Miz <laughs> didn't do that.
2: Hi, so. Snoopy's like, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, so yeah, well done, Shane. Uh, Indeed. We'll send it to the McMansion. Uh, hey! That, if you. it's not called the McMansion, I'm going to be so pissed off. Put McMantle piece. On. Nice. And need more things with man in it.
2: Maybe we should speak to his manager. <laughs> hey. okay. uh,
1: we could be here with that all day. Well, the next category to talk about is the Roddy Piper Award for Talker of the Year.
2: Okay. I'm kind of livid about some of this. Okay. I- I'm really worried about who you pick. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be over here. Nominee. Say a fucking word.
1: Ah, Anthony Bias aside. Maxwell Jacob Freeman, Cody Rhodes, LA Knight, and Paul Heyman. Clearly you're happy with all these selections.
2: There are only two people on here who deserve this <laughs> award.
1: Well let's find out I'm who won. I'm not even gonna say we. who. Let's find out who won it. The winner, of the Roddy Piper Award, A to the Caney for Talker of the Year goes to Paul Heyman. You're goddamn right.
0: Paul his Heyman name is Talker, Paul
1: of Talker of the Fucking Heyman. Century, man. Do you know what? This was such a difficult one. So, right, I know the two that you weren't happy with. That's Cody and Ellie Knight.
2: Yes, how did you yeah. know? I always had my feelings so well.
1: Exactly. Um, So, Cody, and a lot of what got Paul Heyman this award was him sparring with Cody early on, leading up to that WrestleMania feud. Him and Cody were fantastic um, on promo battles. Um, So, Cody is a great talker. I just don't think he's had... Look, the trouble I've got... He hasn't had the stories to be a great talker. He's talked a lot, but none of it's mattered.
2: I, th- I think this is why I don't really rate Cody as a great talker because sometimes he talks for talk and say Paul always said I, I mean all right, I'm sure some people will find times when it's been nonsense but Paul usually talks with some sort of relevance and he'll yeah. go for somebody and that's the, the point of it right yeah because Cody will come out and he'll have nothing to do that night no opponents at all and he'll just yeah. talk I remember and one episode like-
1: of Raw where he did like three different promos he did a promo on the ring then he was yeah. backstage and then he came out to the to the ramp I did a little mini interview
2: there yeah. as well, and I was like, "How but much like Cody D and But the bulk of Cody's promos, especially when he's not actually got anything going on feud wise, is, "Oh, I've got a lot of money, but I'm grateful, and I love the fans." My red band shoes and That's my dad goes. was dusty. Yeah. They're the bulk of his promos. But then when you actually get him into a storyline, a feud, it can get good. But what's sours it for me is the the insistence on talking when there's not a lot to say. Yeah. Reed. And La Knight, I, I I'm sorry, like I get why people enjoy him, yeah. and I'm enjoying him a lot more than I used to. I think he's got uh, he's got a level of charisma, mm. but he is mostly catchphrases. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I think he he's one of the better talkers. I don't think he should
1: have won it though. Um, MJF, fantastic talker, but he's been a babyface most of this time, and it hasn't really had like if you think, yeah, think it, back it, to last year, he called Tony a fucking Mark, and he's a know, passion problem. If you didn't
2: give him it last year, yeah, like. How do you maybe giving it in this year? You well, exactly. Um. I can't. Did we win it last year? I think he won it last year. To be yeah. fair. Yeah. Um. But you can't say it, like it just becomes an yeah. easy win this year. And to be know, fair, who like
1: is there any who else would you put up there? I think it's it's a tough one because not. I think Edge has been up there previously, but he's not had a lot. Like Seth Rollins for me isn't a great talker. Roman could
2: have been. He's he's held his own this Roman, year. Roman deserves but, recognition for that because he is he's been absolutely killing it. If you look at like. I don't know if it, I can't if it was this year now. I feel like it was this year the the callback with John Cena, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. obviously John Cena absolutely fucking roasted him yeah. previously, yeah. and the fact that he's turned it around enough and he can just lean into his own personality enough that he can talk because it's mm. nothing worse than trying to stick to the script and getting a bit fumbled. No, exactly. you know, I, I feel bad for the guy, yeah, because he was just doing what the company wanted, and yeah. now he he's got that level of freedom. You can see it, in him. hundred percent. You know, he's definitely had a fucking great talking. He
1: is, and I think to be fair, um, I imagine. But, like, Paul Heyman's, like, promos have kind of depleted a little bit towards as he's got better, you yeah. know what I mean? Because he's allowing Roman to do more of the talking. But the stuff with Cody building that, the stuff with Jay, the stuff with the bloodline, the stuff yeah. with John Cena, the stuff with Bron Breaker in NXT, yeah. he's been everywhere, Paul Heyman. And every mm. time he's done, he's had the mic, he's delivered. And it's yeah. been incredible. Um but yeah, certainly for some of the stuff in that early Cody feud I think was
2: just I don't know. I mean part of me wants to say like Sammy deserves a shout out for this category as well. Hmm. But I d I don't even know you gotta class it as good talker, but he's just he's just he's just got a great sort of comic element to him. Yeah. Because a lot of the talking he's done this year, a lot of the, the entertainment he's put on has been on his mic skills, but it's not in quite the same way. We may see some Sammy popping up. Don't you worry.
1: But, um, yeah, Paul Heyman, congratulations. The Roddy Piper
2: Award winner for Talker of the Year. uh, Sadly, Paul couldn't make it here today, Carl, so I'm afraid you are not to accept the award as well. Okay.
1: My name! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Next category, we've got Babyface of the Year. Again, every time you see Cody in anything, you, you just tell the look on your face. Um but <laughs> my question was just <laughs> is he <laughs> So we've got nominees Cody Rhodes, Sammy Zayn, Orange Cassidy and MJF as a baby face of the
2: year because he's been a baby face most of the year, which is mental. Yeah. Um Yeah, I guess so. But, but you're stacking him up against Sammy, man. I don't know where this vote's gonna go, but you're stacking him up against Sammy. Well the winner all the of the, the Kaney
1: the baby face of the year goes to Sammy Zane God damn right. Of course it does. Of course it does. Um he's that, just been storytelling. He's just been their best, hasn't he, he? captured our hearts and minds. The most exactly, the most lovable dude on the roster all year. Um the, stu- the no. personal. I mean it's December and we're talking about a lovable dude with a big scruffy beard. Mm actually. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's had all the stuff with the bloodline, the stuff with Roman, the stuff with Kevin Owens. And then like the whole Montreal thing with the elimination chamber and everything, all the way through to it's a shame because I wish they would have kept it going with him, but it's almost like they moved had to move on to the next one for Roman, and then he kind of got locked yeah. in the shuffle a little bit. But I think
2: it says a lot though that we got to a point where people were like, "Yeah, we want him to, to we want him to take Roman." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know. He, he was it was a bit like a dog chasing a car in some senses. I don't know what they'd have done if they put the strap on him, <laughs> but. Like the fact that people are so behind him and they were like, yeah, he needs to do this, mm. like was just amazing.
1: Yeah. And like, even though in Montreal it was like incredible, like the fans were behind him like that in every city they went oh, to yeah. as well. Um, Whereas like, I know, like, you could say the same about like Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico and stuff, for example, but it's like, well, elsewhere, nah. Do you know what I mean? It's not the I, same. I mean, this is the thing. Sammy, it was the same everywhere. Um, yeah, yeah. But Montreal was just that little bit extra. But yeah. Yeah. Sammy Zane, baby face of the year. Damn right. On to heel of the year, the nominees are Roman Reigns, Gunther, Dominic Mysterio, and Christian
2: Cage. I, I'm thinking maybe the Tribal Chief's getting this. You know, you think so? I well. mean, he's been holding it down as the 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 heel of the last few years. Um, Dominic, I kind of get it, but I'd say he spent a larger part of this year being a brat more than a, yeah, a heel. That's fair. Um, he's certainly coming into his own now. Mm-hmm. Um, Gunther again, holding it down as the IC champ and, and a straight-up badass. <laughs> Christian is he necessarily heel of the year, or yeah, is he just someone he's, who's he's, he's just
1: he's, absolute fucking savage? He's a savage, 100. percent um, yeah, But heel of savage league. of the year, we have the most savage moment. <laughs> let's see if he that. But the winner of heel of the year, the Eight of the cane he goes to. Our Tribal Chief Roman yeah, Reigns. nice um, Yeah, nice. Of course so. it does. He's been an absolute horrible little scumbag all year, hasn't he? He wanted that's everyone right. under the sun to dethrone him. Yeah. Just to, you know... Look, look at his little punchable face in there. Mm-hmm. So He's a bastard, but he's a bastard. He is, exactly. <laughs> um, but that's what MJF wished. He was uh, saying an AW right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the scumbag. He's the bastard. But yeah, Roman Reigns, absolutely, as you say, holding it down. He's definitely been heel of the year i think um Good. everyone can't stand them and in all the best ways so in all it's mad best ways. how much better he is as a heel than he was as a baby face mental
2: yeah but it's crazy because like he like you say he, he's unlikable in a great way now whereas when he was a face he was unlikable yeah like he, i think he could turn face and be likable now i think it was just the the way they were pushing him it was just so polarizing mm. um like you say, the fact that they lean into the heel thing and it's made them infinitely more likeable, isn't Do you always what fans are like? Maybe we are fickle. I don't know. Oh, yeah, 100%. We definitely
1: are. But yeah, Roman, heel of the year, A of the Caney's winging its way down to the bloodline uh, just for you.
2: You carried with those wonderful belts.
1: <laughs> um, which takes us to the next A of the Caney for Breakout Star of the Year. Nominees are LA Knight, Julia Hart, Sky Blue, and Dominic Mysterio.
2: I mean, this may not be everyone's opinion, but I honestly think Julia Hart deserves this man. She's had mm. a total character recreation. She's now holding it down with the title. She's just been an absolute badass. I think, in terms of transformation, which obviously is part of being a breakout star, surely you've got to give it to her. Yeah, Julia Hart, a great contender. Um, LA Knight
1: at the young age of 40, fan <laughs> breaking out. LA's been. Um, he's older than 40, isn't he? I don't know. Not uh, in the mid 40s. Maybe. Anyway,
2: LA, he's. I don't really class him as a breakout star. I think it's just like he was a strange one because it just took WWE a while to sort of get behind. Yeah, him. I think the, the reason I put him, him on a bit.
1: the reason I put him on here is because at one point he was Max Dupree and was about to be released. That is true. And now that he's like the But again, star. that
2: feels like a WWE realization, not yeah. the fans. And yeah. when you say breakout clear. star, I always think it's the fans getting behind someone. Okay. Whereas okay. the fans were behind him for a while, and WWE were like, "We don't know what we're going to do. Let's make him a model." And <laughs> like, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, Sky
1: Blue, I think she's kind of just come out of nowhere. Been probably had the most matches on all the shows consistently. Yeah. There undergone a bit of a gimmick change herself. Yeah. And Dom, to be fair to him, um, when we I first didn't think
2: of last year, I wouldn't have been saying anything about yeah. anything like this about Dom. But you know what? She fucking really coming to his own man. Yes.
1: But the winner of the eighth of the K and even breakout star of the year, goes to Julia oh, Hart. Right. Um. The biggest character transformation from rah-rah cheerleader girl to spooky bitch gonna kill you <laughs> is immense. Yeah. Um, See, that's how the law you're in. Yeah. And obviously, cheerleader. Well, to go from kind of someone who was just like a valet almost to now being the TBS champ, um, improved in the ring, improved yeah. on the mic, improved gimmick, character, everything. Yeah. Absolutely killed
2: it. It's crazy. It really is. Like when you look at the Varsity Blondes, and this is no disrespect, to so you look at the Varsity Blondes, and um, this... You know, Griffy is still killing it. So this is no disrespect to Griffy, when to say, but you and I were both putting our money on Griff. Yeah, 100%. right. And he—he's definitely a star in the making. Mm-hmm. But the fact that like Julia sort of come up out of nowhere and was like, she's like she's repping the house of black and she's just totally transformed the character, totally improved in the ring and everything. Yeah, like yeah, top, improved in every aspect. Fucking, I think yeah. So what I'm excited. Year, to what a year for Julia!
1: And like, how old she like 21, 22 or something? I'm so like that. the world is her lobster or something. Indeed. So the next category we have most savage moment of the year. Okay. The nominees are um, when Paul Heyman said that Roman Reigns is a son That was pretty fucking savage. He had. Um, we have Hangman Adam Page drinking Swerve's blood. That was pretty fucking gross. We have Christian Cage telling Adam Copeland to go fuck himself. That was pretty fucking funny. And we have LA Knight telling Grayson Waller he Doesn't look like he's allowed within 50 feet of a school. I mean, that was pretty savage, yeah. yeah. Those are the nominees. You want to weigh in on know or you want to just see who's I kind of
2: hope it's Haman to be honest with you. Like the hangman swerve one, as as memorable as that was, I wouldn't say it's savage, it's just like it's just like what (laughs) the fuck. Um, Christian's always a straight fucking savage, so in, in a way, he deserves this just for being himself, yeah. But, um Ah, uh, they're all kind of thinking it might be Heyman again.
1: Well, the winner of the eight of the Caney for most savage moment of the year goes to
2: Paul Heyman. I'm, I'm, fucking, I'm killing, this. Um, killing this. I this feel year. like
1: a lot of people have forgot this segment was even a thing, right? For me, this was it. one of the highlights of the year. The the fact that you know, Cody's crying, Paul Heyman's crying, they're complimenting each other and all this, and then for Heyman to just flip that switch and turn it round on Cody to the point where he just ruins him verbally mm. destroys him with See, one line
2: and this is the annoying well not the annoying thing like this this is why Heyman is the fucking talker right and this was the most savage moment of the year and unfortunately what have we got now we've got Shinsuke tell, <laughs> sort of telling him his dad was inbred yeah. but I don't know why they're trying to make him a talker on the mic when he's not yeah. but it's like yeah, you know this is where we've ended up to where we were and this yeah. was fucking good
1: it was it really was good um, it's a shame very much ashamed to see how we have fallen, but it still looks like Cody Roman is the plan for Mania, so we'll see how we get back there. But yeah, Paul Somehow. Heyman is a double award winner at the Eight of the Indeed. King's twenty twenty three. I'm sure
2: he'll be uh, excited. Yes. Proud. I'm sure he will.
1: Which takes us to funniest moment of the year. Um nominees are Sammy saying that Jay just isn't feeling that oosy. We cool, have man. the um, press conference <laughs> with Cody and Jay. We have MJF imitating Adam Cole when we first formed
2: their tag team. <laughs> that was good too.
1: And we have um, the Heart Foundation of Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. I actually
2: have quite a soft spot for them doing that. Yeah, uh, a uh, fucking quality piss taker. Um, have you got any thoughts? I mean, my my shout would permanently be. Uh, he's not feeling quite oozy just mm-hmm. for the, watching every single one of them including solo break. <laughs> yeah well got uh, a winner any time that Sammy says something and you look to the Usos and they're having to do this a lot yeah. Yeah. you know you know that they just want to piss it and it's just so fucking funny I miss that we don't get this kind of interaction anymore absolutely
1: um, the winner funniest moment of the year the eight of the Kaney goes to god damn right. it does goes to Sammy Zayn Again, another two time winner, uh, baby face of the year, and now funniest oh. moment of the year. um Just absolutely killed it. Everybody loved it. Everyone was breaking. It was fantastic.
2: Yeah. The memes were rolling. Remember the memes? I remember, remember the, the memes. memes, Carl. I remember the memes.
1: We had a UC guitar. <laughs> <Couture laughs> that was my favourite one. <laughs> no bias. But, but yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, absolute quality. And this again, it just goes down to like, this is. Sammy was just absolutely killing me for most of the year. Yeah. And, um, you know, I appreciate they had to move on to different things, but I, I do genuinely miss the interaction between these guys. Oh,
1: God, yeah. It was it was gold. Absolute gold at that moment. I feel like Rumble to Mania was peak. It's magic, And then it just kind of fell off a bit, unfortunately. But, mm. yeah, Sammy Zane, funniest moment of the year. The next category, Surprise of the Year. Boy, there are some... There are some doozies are, in here. Are, no. So, nominees are WWE merges with UFC to form TKO. Adam Copeland joins AEW. All In sells 80,000 plus tickets. And CM Punk returns to WWE. For me, Just personally, a few surprises.
2: For me, personally, I think the biggest shock was Punk. To WWE, mm-hmm. obviously we knew WWE was selling in some way, I, don't, I it makes natural sense there. So it may have been a bit of a shock, but you go, yeah, I kind of get that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like oh, this is crazy. Uh, all in again, we knew it was going to be epic. We knew it was going to be successful. So the, the the breaking that record, um, again, it's nice, but it's not shocking, shocking because you go, fucking deserve to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Adam, I don't know if it was just me, but I feel like I got a lot of rumblings that he was going to be rocking up. And I know people are like, nah, he won't. Yeah, he really won't. Mm-hmm. But like, I wasn't shocked, shocked. Um, but the punk thing, I was adamant. And again, this might be a personal thing. I was saying to you, why would WWE even want him back? Yeah, like that. I was adamant. I was saying now, nah, why would they even want to sign him? He's he's proven like he's like, he's like he's he's talked shit about them for fucking decades. He's proven that he's a bit. He's still temperamental. Like, why would they have any interest in signing someone who's acting like a? And Would you believe Hell froze over? It certainly did. So um, for me, it's Punk.
1: Well, winner of surprise of the year, the eight of the cany goes to fucking killing it again. CM Punk, yeah, returns to WWE. Um, who had that on the bingo I card? Know. Let's what be is? honest. Uh, never thought it'd be the day. And
2: and he's got like a unique record, hasn't he? Isn't he the only person who's simultaneously selling merch in AEW and WWE at yeah, the same the, time at the moment? The
1: top seller. I'm just selling the top yeah. seller in both like
2: companies. He released his um, Ring of Honor. Um, all of the figures haven't they? Yeah, oh, hilarious. So, like, they're still selling punk merch, but you yeah. get it because they produced them, so you're still gonna fucking Oh, sell. yeah, they've made them. to yeah, he's selling merch on both sides and making bank on both sides, just insane. fucking crazy, absolutely insane. But fair
1: play to the guy, and yeah, we were definitely surprised. The next one, match of the year, always a tricky one. This one, it so we've got thing. the nominees MJF versus Brian Danielson at AW Revolution. We have Drew McIntyre versus Gunther versus Sheamus at Wrestlemania. We have Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay at Forbidden Door. Two. And we have (laughs) (laughs) The Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at Wrestlemania.
2: tough call this one. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you went for Drew and um, Gunther and Sheamus to be honest because you're like the old uh, big meaty men. But um, for me in terms of a match that probably impressed me more than I expected mm-hmm. and maybe that was because I didn't like Forbidden Door always kind of does this to me I didn't know what to expect mm-hmm. and whilst they're both great wrestlers I didn't know how to I didn't, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was and that'll probably be um, Osprey Okay. Omega.
1: well the winner the 8 of the Kaney for match of the year goes to Kenny Omega and Will Osprey call them all these right oh, my, my friends all over it, um, yeah I just think uh, there was no match this year that I watched where I was just like Holy shit, this is like insane.
2: He just elevated it, didn't he? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he did. Um, (laughs) To the sky. He did. But yeah, um, some people will say the match that he had in New Japan was better. We don't watch New Japan. So. And. (laughs) So, maybe it was, but. Don't don't give a shit. Uh, For the matches we saw this year, this was uh, definitely Match of the Year. I just thought two of the best to do it. You know, Will Ospreay finally getting himself on a global stage. Um obviously he had Jericho at all in as well. No, it wasn't the best match of the year, but it was like, okay, this guy is is legit. Do you know what I mean? So he's, you know, I've creamed my X over him a few times this year. And I made up he signed with AW
2: <laughs> That's not one of the awards, is it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the present to a prize. He is crusty. Ew, it's all sticky. <laughs> but no. Um yeah, I think a fantastic match. Uh absolutely exceeded my expectations. And yeah yeah
2: it's made, I, th- I think it's probably this match that made you a lifelong Will Ospreay fan probably yeah wrong.
1: to be fair yeah Once I, saw I feel like the
2: the noise from you about Will Ospreay only started after this match it might have been yeah and now it's, it's like oh Will Ospreay this Will Ospreay could be when I fell in love mm-hmm. with them. to be fair yeah. well
1: you know match of the year well deserved I think next one always difficult this interview of <sighs> the year this uh, is yeah this is a tough 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 nominees one. Kurt Angle uh, Sandra Gray in behind the scenes Mega Parekh, and Billy Gunn, and Paula Sop. It's always hard. To I I pick. really don't like picking because it like makes it seem like I'm picking favorites.
2: Children. Like, because we I think uh, we've probably done this before in one of our seasons, beatings, or behind the scenes, or whatever. But like every interview we go into, we're always nervous, and there's a lot of anxiety, and making like, sure we get the right questions, making sure that, you know, and like, are they going to be all right? You know, they're not going to be like. I suppose it's a bit weird isn't it, to, to have somebody agree to an interview and then we do nothing but like expect like, they're going to be like, unhappy or feel like we're wasting the time and stuff. Well, they, they did agree to do it, so they're probably not. But yeah. your rational side kind of goes away when you're anticipating. So you go into these interviews like a bit nervous, like hope hopefully it's going to be stimulating enough for them in terms of the questions and no shit to get asked all the time. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, every single interview we come out of, we go, it ah, was this fucking lovely person. That was a really enjoyable interview made mm-hmm. up. Uh, every single one would come out of it the same way. Like these people were awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, it is really yeah. difficult. It, to c- it comes
1: something. down to we, we, we've we chosen to interview them for a reason. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, we don't just ask everybody under the sun. We only pick people.
2: I mean, but similarly, like in a way it makes you go, you know, when we have been rejected, which we have, you go, maybe that was a blessing in disguise. Cause we wouldn't want them to do something you don't want to do. Yeah. And I feel like that might be some of the secret sauce here is that they've agreed to do it. So obviously the, the, they're more than happy to participate and i think no. that that makes a good dynamic doesn't it? yeah i think so but um it's hard to remind yourself of that when you're like oh my god we gone, we good? <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah i i would really struggle to pick one yeah. but for me and i said this to you the other day mm-hmm. i always have a real soft spot for for the behind the scenes stuff yeah and sandra was an absolute sweetheart mm-hmm. and i think it was was it not long after? Like I think she'd retired at this point, but it was not long after that? AEW honored her as well. Yeah, and it was fantastic to see that not long after interviewing her, that mm-hmm. they showed her that respect because of how long and how much work she'd done in the business and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I always like getting that sort of insight into behind the scenes work. and I suppose arguably Mega is kind of a behind the scenes in a way. Yeah, but
1: um, I mean Mega was it, certainly our most popular interview. Yeah, I mean um, across yeah, the board yeah. on Spotify, on Apple, on YouTube. Um yeah. definitely got the most attention.
2: Yeah, of course, yeah.
1: Um, Kurt Angle obviously, you know, maybe it's always hard to say the biggest name, but it's like, you know, an Olympic gold medalist, multi time world champion and stuff like yeah. it doesn't get much bigger. Indeed. And then like to have that dynamic of Billy and Paula as well. And yeah. you know, you've
2: got I love the banter between Billy and Paula. Yeah.
1: Well. Um so all really tough. The winner is Sandra Grey, uh, behind the scenes. I just think I love Miss Sandra. I think yeah. she is maybe the biggest unsung hero in professional wrestling. Yeah, um, I think that's fair. She is just, she's just lovely. I just yeah. absolutely love her. Um, and I'm made up, honored that she, you know, gave up her time to speak to us. And um, the fact that we still kind of keep in touch a little bit this, to this you day. You know what? I, love,
2: I love. I love, like And I know, obviously, I talk a lot of shit about Cody as a character wrestler, mm-hmm. right? So people will be like, oh, he doesn't like Cody, but I'm not against Cody. Mm-hmm. With within the wrestling world. We're talking about characters, right? Mm-hmm. But Cody is a person. I absolutely fucking love the fact that he he, he will... It, it's Sandra for him. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. The respect on Sandra that he's just like, she's the one who's designing that. Yeah. yeah it has to she be. did his WrestleMania jacket. Yeah, yeah.
1: She's the best. He brought he brought her in, made her the, yeah. the lead seamstress in the first place in AEW. Like, so.
2: Fucking props to Cody because he, he knows a legend when he sees one and he was like, no, it's Sandra.
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. And um, But she is just... Like say, totally one of their most unsung heroes. Yes, yeah.
1: and I'm happy. Like um, I saw because like I'm friends with her on Facebook as well, and she shared so someone did an article off about Sandra, but mm-hmm. used a lot of quotes from our interview.
2: Oh, nice. Um,
1: and she shared that the other day, on, you know, like because obviously she would be proud of, t- of course, someone yeah, to write yeah, an article awesome. about her. And I was just like, ah, that's not you know what I mean. I felt nice because.
2: They use quotes from our interview yeah. as well, and like, cause we can take some pride in that. But yeah. that's awesome because if yeah.
1: we've helped at least one person either discover it or learn more about it, or like, exactly because that's the aim is we want to know
2: more about it, and hopefully everyone else who's listened wants to join that journey. Yeah, you know that's what I love about the behind the scenes stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Miss Sandra, well and truly, deserved. indeed, indeed. Um, next one, team of the year. So this was tag team previously. We've now got okay. trios. We've got factions galore. So I just decided Don't to combine war. it this year into Team of the Year. So have nominees, fair. we have the Acclaimed and Daddy Ass, oh. we have the Bloodline, we have the Judgment Day, and we have
2: the House of Black. This is difficult. This is difficult. This is very difficult. <clears throat> because Judgment Day have been holding it down. Fucking mm-hmm. boss. Right? A bit polarising at first, especially when they kick their joke. You're like, where are they going with this? But mm-hmm. they've been fucking killing me. Um, you and I definitely have a soft spot for the Acclaimed. You know, and Daddy As, of course, I always he's one of the acclaimed, isn't yeah, he? But, you know, uh, but for me, I I don't know if they'll win, but I want to give the the props to House of Black because I think they've been like consistent for a long time, and they're Ooh. starting to get that recognition. You know what I mean? Okay, okay.
1: Well, the winner, Anthony. Let's see whether you keep your batting average up here. Team of the Year, the eight of the kaney goes to. Judgment Day. That's
2: fair. I mean, I totally get why. I, I do really get why. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing that, you know, I hope everyone agrees with me on, but if you don't, like, you're wrong. Um, Rhea is the leader of Judgment Day. As long as do everyone you know can what? admit that.
1: I think that's partly one of the reasons why um, they've won it, to be fair, because I don't, they've not shied away from that. They've not been like, no, no, it's Damien, or no, it's Finn. Like, let's make sure it's clear that, like, a man is the leader of it. It should be Rhea. Rhea's the fucking star. Rhea's the badass. Like she is the leader. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And she deserves to be. And that's that's not weird. Like no,
2: like the, the, like they've gained so much popularity, so I'm not being disrespectful or trying to be disrespectful now. But because I don't think this is the case now, but certainly in the earlier years yeah, in the earlier months of Judgment Day, she was the one who didn't need them. Yeah. Really speaking. Do yeah. you know what I mean? She's brought their stock up. Um they're all like they're all super popular now. Do you know what I mean? Hundred so, you know, percent. Like they are. Like one of them could kill it on their own yeah, now. But... They're
1: the main fixture of like Raw every week. Yeah, exactly. Every, and they've been on multiple shows. It's always been about the Judgment Day. The amount of episodes of Raw that have ended with them standing tall.
2: We even talked about like why not have Judgment Day pay per view? Yeah. Like the way that Hardy got his own pay per view. Yeah. Bring the Judgment Day pay per view back. Has yeah. a pay per view around them. I'd love to see that. To be fair, yeah.
1: they should have done it when they were holding all the belts. That would have been the time to yeah, do. But that would have been the time to do. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've proved a lot of people wrong, I think, and also, um, you know, they're still not perfect by any means. Somebody
2: pointed out, and this isn't an issue with Judgment Day, like, I'm aware I read it, but I thought that's a good point, Um, was the, this is more about inconsistency with WWE, but it's interesting, for the sake of, like, having a title that makes sense on Dom and having the Judgment Day sort of killing it with all the belts, they give him the North American title, and he wasn't a part of NXT. Mm. And was able to walk around with that belt on on the main shows, but Solo had to relinquish the belt to join the main roster. Yeah, and I was like, I never thought about that until someone pointed it out. I'm like, Solo kind of got screwed there. Yeah,
1: definitely, yeah. Well, you know, hey anyhow, just to well thought through note. plans. <laughs> so the next one to talk about: female wrestler of the year nominees: Rhea Ripley, Timeless, Tony Storm, EO Sky, Julia Hart, all the current <sighs> champions.
2: Another tough one because Eo is definitely on the come up. I don't know. if Maybe next year is going to be a year though because it's kind of been part way through the year. She she got the win. She got, yeah. She you know she had that absolute, uh, great match at Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, Julia, we've already talked about as the breakout star. Whether she's yeah. the female rest of the year uh, again, I think she's probably going to move into her own more into the new year. Yeah, Where, I think will probably be my winner for this. Tony Storm's absolutely redesigned her character and, and deserves all the applauded sport. I think Rhea's probably the female wrestler of the year as far as credit goes. Rear of the year. Rhea of the year.
1: Well let's see who the women's well, female wrestler of the year goes to. Rhea Ripley. Has to be. Um, yeah. as we said, leader of the judgment day. Um absolute badass. Has just destroyed everyone that's been in her path. Looks like a megastar. Is a megastar. Um, they're lucky to have her basically Um, I think because I, I don't know who beats her at this point that's how well built up she is yeah, like, who beats her? Me. I honestly can't pick probably going to do like Bianca Belair or something like that aren't they but
2: Jade I think might be the only realistic option yeah
1: I mean I'd love to see her but um, yeah just absolutely killing it,
2: well deserved I mean, let's living. be honest if she went up against Becky Lynch and lost the belt in a hard format she wouldn't be upset no He's got the, the credibility to be able to take her on. Yeah. Definitely. Um, you never know maybe where we end up. But yeah, absolute great shows. Army of the year. Hundred percent.
1: Which takes us to Male Wrestler of the Year. The nominees are Seth Freakin' Rollins, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, Gunther and Roman Reigns.
2: Again, all very, very deserving characters here. I would actually argue MJF. Purely on the basis that I think he 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 deserves the credit for the fact that, uh if we're being honest, quite a difficult time for AEW mm-hmm. this year with the, the chaos they've had going on, the injuries, the punks situation and stuff. Um, MJF has been consistent. and one of the best things they've had going, and I think uh, I'd probably want to put the credit in that direction for that reason.
1: Yeah, MJF's definitely carried AEW on his back. I think Seth Rollins, he's been very he's been promoted everywhere in WWE. he's been doing everything but he's never felt like the guy like they've made a secondary belt for him he wasn't even the in the survivor series it wasn't even team seth it was team cody
2: yeah that was kind of annoying so
1: stuff like that gunther obviously gone you know the longest ever intercontinental title streak um absolutely killing it roman reigns um has he been there enough
2: Um, that's probably the only thing for me like he, he plays the character well when he's there, but he, he he's I mean right, he's always on his contract and that's how it is. But yeah, um,
1: yeah, it's a difficult, one. Man. Well, Anthony, I can reveal the eight of the Caney goes to Maxwell Jacob Freeman. Yeah, go Max. Um, yeah, on, like yeah. he's carried that. Couple he's he's you know performed something that I don't think anyone thought we were going to see from him, which is a face turn considering how hated he was and what a, yeah. you know what a heel he
2: has and, been, and he's done incredibly well at in the face.
1: Yeah, he's done really good. The stuff with Adam Cole, the comedy segments and things, the matches he's had. Like everyone's talks about his character a lot. Fucking Iron Man match with Danielson. You know what I mean? The match with Adam Cole. Like
2: yeah, he's everything a fucking fantastic. Everything wrestler. he's done. And I feel intense. like he because he's such a character. I feel like he has to constantly go out and prove how good a wrestler he yes. is because people seem to just forget. <laughs>
1: well, that's it. Everyone's <laughs> just like, oh, he's a good talker, or oh, he's you know. Character work, but literally he's phenomenal in the ring. So yeah. I think for what he's done for AEW, as you said, and all the turmoil they faced, um, I'm
2: still blown away by the fact that when AEW started, he was Cody's mate to me. That's <laughs> yeah. I thought I was just Cody's mate. He that's mad stuff, not
1: it? Yeah,
2: like that's crazy to me. And obviously Cody, I think, said something quite recently. Was he on Vansley? Cody? He says he was being interviewed somewhere quite recently. Cody, and he said about like you know the possibility of MJF to the WWE, and he thinks it will happen at some point in his career and stuff. But he was saying about like being like I think it I don't want to miss quotes but like not that he signed them but he's like he brought him in kind of thing. Yeah. And it was like oh, that, that's the one I take credit for kind of thing. Like mm. I, they, I I did that kind of thing. Yeah and I'm like, yeah, he did he fucking spotted that from me off. Yeah, because to be fair. like from a at a glance from someone watching T V he'cause goes just that fella who runs around Cody. Yeah. Hey fucking look at him now.
1: Yeah. It's insane. Like as you say the first time we saw him just like who's this like who's this guy with the scarf? Oh, he's nothing. Yeah. Then that from that heel turn and everything just Rock yeah. rocket up his ass, and
2: that fair play to again, like uh maybe I'm just 10 in my old age, but fair play to Cody because he fucking sold that push for MJF. Mm.
1: So, for someone who pulls a lot of faces whenever Cody gets brought up, you praise him for Sandra, you're praising him for MJF
2: because Cody as a person is a fucking awesome guy. It's just um the, the way the book is character is just, just, just teasing,
1: which takes us to the final award promotion of the year 2023.
2: Okay, Nominees. this is a wild shout for me. WWE, on,
1: AEW, Impact, soon to be TNA, and Ring of Honor.
2: Okay, this is going to be a wild shout for me. I'm actually going to suggest TNA, Ooh. and I think that is purely because of the, the massive course correction they've been doing over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Like, they've just been quietly doing their thing, and they got a lot of like, people even like it. Like, they when they want to insult AEW, they go, oh, it's like TNA back in 2010 and stuff like that. It's like, they've just been quietly carrying on and doing their thing and just working on it. Right. And absolutely the right move to bring TNA back. It's got that nostalgic pop for everyone. Mm-hmm. They've been absolutely killing it on their women's division. Been absolutely killing it just all around in terms of the, like working on the, the, their, their, their storylines, their division. Okay. There's some questionable things like Bobby Fish. But <laughs> um, when you look at like now, the way they're working it and going, right, well, let's do this rebrand. Let's, let's get these, these people signed. Let's get these legends signed. You know, the like one of the best things to come out of it, like for when you look at like the the Mickey James run and stuff like that, and you look at Naomi what's what's got? Trinity. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I was trying to find remember a name that wasn't WWE name. Yeah. And you look at like Trinity absolutely killing it and stuff like that. Like I, I don't know, like I, I get why a lot of people wouldn't list them, but I feel like the work they've put in to to improve their sort of relevancy mm. needs to be credited.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from there. I think they've definitely set themselves up for what is going to be an incredible, you know, all eyes on them year, next year. they mm-hmm. rebranded TNA. They're talking about they've got major signings coming up. It's, it's an exciting time for them, I yeah. think. Um, Obviously, Ring of Honor kind of feels a bit like there was a bit of buzz around it, but now it doesn't seem to be.
2: I feel like, a lot sadly, I think timing probably wasn't great because I think. And I don't want to be unfair to Ring of Honor because I'll be I'll hold my hands up and say I've not really watched any Ring of Honor. Yeah.
0: Um.
2: But one of the things happened is people have kind of done that. They've gone. Okay, so you've dropped dark and elevation mm-hmm. or dark elevation. Right? Um, in favor of Ring of Honor. So that's just the new dark. Yeah. So people just dismiss it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm one of them. I have mm-hmm. dis- I I don't. I don't watch it. I mean, some of it is down to time. I watched WWE and AEW and we got time for much else. Yeah. But um, I feel like Ring of Honor has just become a name for AEW's B show. Yeah,
1: it does feel that way. Um, unfortunately, and there's a lot of like, like st- st- what Athena's doing on there, what like Layla's doing on there, um, Eddie Kingston and stuff. Like, there's some good stuff happening, but yeah. it hasn't got the
2: eyeballs on it. But look at that! Like Athena's killing it. Um, Tony's like giving us so much credit, and Athena herself saying and Tony saying like. Be great to see her do some stuff in AEW because they know she deserves the attention and they know mm. that it's not happening there, which is is fine. Yeah, but I I do feel it's just it's become dark. Yeah, that's Agreed. all it is.
1: Um, AEW obviously got eighty thousand plus people in. Yeah, all I mean, in, hell of a year for that people
2: expanded the pay per views. People sadly remember the controversy more than anything else, but they've had a hell of a year. Yeah, and like again, like they go for that massive shock sign of Adam Copeland, which is a huge deal, mm-hmm. and it gets always by the loss of Punk. Yeah, so. People will remember the negative quite a lot, but yeah. you look know, at the they've, they've had a fucking hell year. they signed yeah.
1: Osprey. They've got Mariah May. They are getting like young yeah. emerging talent
2: as well. So this the thing. They're probably doing better on the young emerging talent in some senses. Yeah. Um. I, I some people who watch NXT will argue with me on that one, but I don't. So.
1: <laughs> and for WWE, obviously, it's been heavy, full of surprises, full of huge oh, matches. Yeah, the not roster's not. bigger than it's ever been. So a lot of good stuff going on. The winner, and finally, to the of 2023 promotion of the year goes to WWE yeah I think it's just been the most fun to watch I agreed. think totally agree from a storyline standpoint everything with the bloodline with Sammy moving yeah. on to bloody like the Cody thing like, yeah all of it it's just been
2: yeah I mean in some you know it's great to see like as much as I, I get I'm not a big fan of going well let's go do this for shock value but some of the returns have been it's been great to see like mm. get, get to see John Cena come back for a little bit yeah you know, getting to see the rock rock up. Mm-hmm. Um admittedly he was like, Well actors girls on strike, I'll turn up and maybe hint that there's gonna be something and then you'll never see me again, which mm-hmm. is fine. Um Yeah. You know, the return. The back, you know, back. there's, yeah. there's been there's loads of mad stuff, hasn't there? So there's sure. loads of shit like straight away. You're like, God, that's shocking. But um yeah. well, like, if you think outside about of that.
1: If you think about the Royal Rumble that's coming up this year, this could be the most stacked Royal Rumble they've ever had. Oh yeah. You look at the roster yeah it's crazy In, like aj styles just come back last, last week well. Yeah. fucking like, jacked yeah right like, it's insane so yeah. but think... now the,
2: but the joy of wwe for me is it's not just the shot value they've had plenty of shot value this year but as you rightly said storylines and yeah. enjoyability yeah been absolutely kill And
1: for me and it'll always be this way for me as well like if you look at the best matches um that i put on there i think it was two aw2 WWE. i think for the most part, AEW have had the better matches hmm. in terms of professional wrestling. Of course they have. But for me, what makes a great match and everything is the story that goes into it too.
2: We've always been suckers for storyline.
1: And I think there's no denying that WWE put on great matches but that have also relied heavily on high stakes, high story yeah. stuff.
2: And WWE, um, to be fair, like and it's not trying to put it, put the writing team down, but they've been very blessed with a lot of uh, unique situations like the Bloodline a lot of stuff happened organically, which is great. And the, the role with that and rightly so, but uh, they've been blessed with, um, the right people at the right time as well. Yeah. Here they have
1: 100%. So yeah, that was the 2023 eight to the Caney's end of year award show. Let us know what you think in the comments. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you are listening to this, feel free to uh, drop by our socials, let us know your thoughts there. Um, yeah, another fun filled year. Can't wait to see what 2024 brings. Um, and yeah, we will catch you on the next one.